0: Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I am your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Sophia here back with another video. If you are new to my channel, then don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on all of my videos. And don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there. So what are we going to be talking about today? And we are going to be talking about how to become one of God's favorites. And why do you want to do this? Because you do, duh. (laughs) So when we talk about becoming one of God's favorites, I want to caveat this by saying God does love all of us. Of course, because God is love, he does not know how to be anything else. However, I also think that it is important for us to realize that God does have specific Favorites that he rewards. We could see that in the story of David. We could see that in the story of Joseph. And so that's why it is important to understand what does it mean to be God's favorites, how to become God's favorites, and what does that mean for you? Because becoming one of God's favorites doesn't necessarily exempt you from hardship, and it doesn't exempt you from pain. It's important to know that. But the way in which you are rewarded and treated and guided throughout your life can be beneficial if you are deemed to be one of God's favorites. That's how it was with Job. There was a hedge around Job that God had put around Job that he temporarily removed so that the devil could come in and wreak havoc on his life. That's just what it is. It wasn't because um, God hated Job, but it was because that God needed to determine how deep Job's love was for him. And basically Job received two ten whatever times towards the end that he had lost but ultimately that was a test in which Job had to go through in order not to necessarily prove how much he went hard for God but in a way it was like passing a test. So it's very very important for us to know that just because we are enduring something bad, enduring hardship, that God does specifically send us tests so that we so that he can determine the level of our righteousness and when i say righteousness i'm going to link down my video down below Um, where I talk about this and I forget the name of it but basically you know the reason why Noah was saved is because he was righteous in God's sight. The reason why Lot was saved is because he was righteous in God's sight and the reason why everybody in Sodom and Gomorrah perished was because they were not. (laughs) The reason why the rest of the world perished when it came to Noah in the flood is because they were not. Righteousness is a integrity or personality characteristics that you have that God has deemed you to be and really that is one of the pathways to becoming god's favorite so the first thing and i kind of already touched on this is passing the test and i'm going to talk about joseph um in a bit i have a specific video on joseph that i'm actually actually going to link down in the description box but when we talk about joseph What Joseph was is that he was automatically called by God because the Bible teaches us that many are called or few are chosen. I believe that God is calling out to each and every one of us, but many people simply do not answer the call. So how God was calling out to Joseph with that was that he was sending him dreams and telling him that he was one of the chosen. And Joseph decided to believe that dream. So one thing that you have to do is that you have to choose to believe in what God is telling you it requires a lot of faith. Faith is something that we believe in that we don't necessarily see. The Bible specifically tells us that. So if God is telling you something and you are actively choosing to say, I'm not going to have faith in this, Simply, or I'm not going to believe that it is going to come to pass simply because I cannot see it and I don't understand it. Then how can you expect to become one of God's favorites simply because you can't even believe what he's saying to you? That don't even make sense. He's telling you something. You're like, oh, I don't believe you. You're basically calling God a liar. So that is not the way to becoming his favorites, but simply being open to receiving what God is telling you, no matter how extreme it seems to be I'm sure that David didn't know that he was going or believe that he was going to be king when God told him but yet that is an extreme example in where he did believe what was happening Joseph did believe that God chose him for something bigger and he chose to hang on to that and also he chose to pass the test because the next story the next thing that we have when it comes to Joseph is like okay I have this dream he sat up there and made the mistake of talk, telling all his family but it is what it is and then Joseph went through a series of trials first he was beat up and sold by his family then he was um in prison and he served as a slave then he was falsely accused of rape and then he went to prison and then ultimately from that bottom that is where he was exalted to the second hand of Pharaoh but my point is just because you are favored and chosen by God doesn't mean that there's not tests and God was putting him through specific tests each Point of the way and you have to understand that first each test even though they seem bad was actually leading Joseph closer to his purpose because the reason we, and even Joseph knew that at the end Joseph was like Um, when When he reunited with his family again, Joseph said, God has sent me before you. So you have to understand that you cannot be resentful, angry, or get upset with God when he is choosing to test you. Because that means that you are not putting trust in God. And you're saying basically that God is trying to punish you or hurt you or whatever the case may be just because it's fun for him. When all actuality, he may be putting you through these tests to determine A, your trust and how much trust he could put in you. And B, to lead you closer towards your purpose and see also to see how you're going to behave because if you read the story of joseph joseph gloried in his suffering the entire time whenever he was a slave he had a positive attitude whenever he was falsely imprisoned he had a positive attitude he still had trust in god and he didn't necessarily get dissuaded by what was going on around him but he still had faith in the original dream that god told him and you have to understand that when you choose to actively have faith Even when everything around you seems like you shouldn't have faith, that means that you're choosing to believe in what God is telling you. And when you take that choice, God is going to automatically favor you because God knows that it takes a lot of, I'm trying to find a different word other than faith, but it does in fact take a lot of faith to choose to believe in God over choosing to believe what you see so it's like oh I'm taking God's side I'm choosing to believe God I'm choosing to trust God I'm choosing God I'm choosing God I'm choosing God I'm choosing God and God likes to see that because he knows as humans we can be be very doubtful people especially when something does not touch our five senses it's very hard for us to believe but when we choose to believe God anyway despite all of that then that is a way that we can become one of his favorites. So the second is having a true desire to please God because some people say that they have a desire to please God but when in all actuality they have a desire to please themselves or they have a desire to please the world or they actively feel like they should be doing something simply because they think that it looks good it might look good in the eyes of man and therefore it must look good in the eyes of God but in all actuality you, they don't have a desire to please God. They have a desire to please the world. They have a desire to please themselves. And therefore, you know, they don't necessarily become one of God's favored because of where their heart lies. Um, it's important for us to know that when it comes to God, that he knows about our heart, right? Never make that mistake that we can put on this mask, this fakeness, this facade, and God does not know who we are internally and if we're faking the funk and that's why one of the confusing things is when it comes to David David is always known for being a man after God's own heart and I'm gonna put my video um uh, the spirit of David down in the description box because David was a man he was very faulty and this is the thing God does not require us to be perfect in order to be his favorite because we can't be perfect because we're people and we're always jacking up something somewhere right but it's also important for us to understand that God looks deeply into our hearts to understand that in fact when God sent um Samuel to anoint David as king. Samuel was looking at all of his brothers and he was like, Surely these other people who are more handsome, who are taller, who are stronger are chosen to be king. And lo and behold, God specifically says, Don't look at outward appearance because I don't measure by that. I look at what's in the heart. And so when David came along, that's who God has chosen. No, he wasn't the oldest. No, he wasn't the most mature. No, he wasn't the strongest, but he had a desire to please God. And David made a lot of mistakes in his. Life, but his true desire to please God was genuinely true, despite all of his mistakes, and so that's why it's important for us to know no, we're not going to be perfect, but God can look deep down in our hearts and know if the desire is there to please him. And if it is, then yes, he is going to favor you, he's going to help you, he is going to show you, but you also have to have a genuine desire. How is some of that built? If we go to the story of David, um, David, when he was getting ready to slay Goliath right they were like what makes you think that you can slay Goliath uh, David specifically said God help me slay a lion and a bear with my slingshot while I was out tending them sheeps that y'all was making fun of me about <laughs> because they was making fun of David for being a shepherd like he wasn't a real warrior But he said, and God will help me defeat this Philistine. So really, what are we talking about? I am putting faith in God. So I'm putting more faith in God than I'm placing in my own. I'm putting more faith in God than I'm placing within my own ability. That is how you can become God's favorite when you understand where your power comes from and where it lies and where you get it from. And also faith, we already spoke about that. And also once again, passing the test. I believe that those lions and those bears were put there to David for him to slay as practice so that when he knew that he went before Goliath he didn't have any fear in regards to slaying them because he had already passed the previous test and he knew that God had helped him and had been with him in that forest to help him slay them wild animals. So he was like this is no problem for me because I have already built up to this progression. Imagine if God was trying to train David to to slay goliath and he had sent the lion and the bear up in the woods and david was running "Ah, i know you're gonna (laughs) like i know that's extra but david was sent up there running because he didn't have faith that he could you know slay them then he wouldn't have never Then he would have missed his moment he would not have had faith that he could slay goliath because he never trusted in god to teach him the lesson or he didn't trust god in the menial test to help him slay the wild animals And then he just would have never learned it and he probably would have just been scared to slay Goliath and then that would have been it. He would have missed out on the blessing. So understand that, you have to not only go through the test, but you have to be willing, have a willing and a heart to ultimately please God because um God sees that he knows that just like when he was able to peer in the in the heart of David and see what type of man he was, there's no fooling him. So you can't say, Oh, well, Sophia, I want to become one of God's favorites and I'm just gonna put on this whole masquerade that so that it appears that I want to change when all actuality you're still the same person. The desire in the heart actually has to be there. So the The last one is allowing God to guide your footsteps. And this can be very hard because once again, this still teeters on the side of faith a bit but that's why it's so important to have faith in God because even as the Bible specifically says when Jesus said yo you know blessed are those because y'all have seen me when he was talking about the disciples and you still don't believe and you know you have trouble believing but blessed are those who have not seen me and they choose to believe so God does recognize that when you actively choose to believe in what he is saying what he is doing the things that he is saying to you even though you ain't seen him and this is just faith that we we hope that he's out there and that we're not you know paranoid schizophrenics and that somebody random is speaking to us in our head we trust and we believe that this is God and we act on what God is telling us then this is how to become one of the favorite if you once again read the story of David David always prayed to God first and said what shall I do David was defeating everybody like he was just like ah, oh, he just turned into a warrior like he was defeating everybody right But he never acted on his own accord because he knew that acting on his own accord meant that it was a possibility that he could lose. Instead, he said, God, what shall I do? Shall I go here? Shall I do that? Shall I do this? Shall I mean, just everything. Every single move that he made, he specifically... um, Ask God about it, right? And not only did he ask God, but he chose once again to act on what God was telling him with full faith that that was the right direction. Could you imagine? Because some of this God was like, Can you imagine if God was like, Yeah, you're going to slay Goliath? And he was like, I don't know, Goliath kind of big. God, are you sure? And he questioning God and stuff. God is not going to favor you because it's like, God is like, Okay, you already asked me for the answer. I gave you the answer to your question, and now you're getting mad at me or you're not believing me or you're going to actively choose and do the wrong thing and now i'm mad in fact that is exactly what happened to saul and saul was the king before david and what happened was is that he specifically disobeyed God. God told him because God put him in a position to be king, and therefore you are you you were favored, you were chosen, and God specifically told you to do something. And he completely did the complete and total opposite. And from there on, God took his favor away from Saul, and then he went to go to David to anoint a new king. The difference between Saul, who had been favored, and and David, who was the better Israelite king the difference is that Saul would ask God and he would doubt and he would do the freaking opposite David would always ask God on everything that he was doing allow God to follow his steps and then he would have faith and then what God was telling him and he would act on it point blank period now that is not only how you become one of God's favorites but that is also how God will elevate you and so it starts off very small because this is even how it was in my situation like I said I've I was just leaning on the everlasting hands of God, not knowing a lot of places that he was leading me. And it just turned out to work out great. Right. But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. God would just say, oh, you know, do this with something minor just to see your obedience, do that. And then the more that you begin to trust God and you hear from him, you begin to do things and you begin to act on the things that he's telling you. And lo and behold, not only do you become prosperous and abundant in that process because you're getting direction from God. God is not going to lead you somewhere that is going to um, cause you to fail. Yes, it may give you tests like Joseph when he was just in a jail and a slave and all this other time. Type of stuff, but ultimately, the path was to his success, it was not to his failures. So, it's like, yes, God tells us to stay these things. Yes, we have to look beyond what we see because sometimes asking God and following those steps are not always easy, and sometimes they can be very scary, especially when it doesn't seem like things are going to work out. But continuously choosing to have faith and following that path regardless having full confidence that God is just gonna do what he said he can do is how you become the favorite and the more that you do that the higher the less or the higher that God will take you because it might be something small like God might be like oh go help this person easy right oh go here easy right oh you need to move that's a little bit harder oh you need to go back to school that's a little bit harder oh, you need to start your business, that's a little bit harder because you're like, wait, Lord, I don't have no money to start this business. How am I? Oh, you're supposed to be. But the more that you see him do the small things or come through and you're like, okay, when God told me to move, this turned out to be in my best interest. So when he's telling me to start this business, this must turn out my best interest too, because I have X, Y, Z to back up the fact that me following God turns out in my best interest. And so the more faith that you have, and what God is telling you, and the more that you consult Him on every decision that you make to ensure that you are following um the steps that he has guided out for you in life, then ultimately that is a way to become favored by God. Alright, guys. So I hope this video helped you out. Don't forget to check the description box. Alright, and I will see you guys another day, another time. Bye y'all. Not ready for the show to end? It doesn't have to. You can head over to my site where you can read hundreds of articles. And also, you can feel free to shop my store where I have all of my products for sale. And last but not least, for even more video content, feel free to visit my YouTube channel where I talk about a wide array of content. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and until next time, stay blessed.